I'm a talkative person because I'm an SE dom. It's like my only world is the physical. My words are the only means of me getting out my meaning and intention. We'll see if I eat those words. She'll be entertaining others all the time. This is exactly where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> Do I not dare to this bump on a podcast with people can hear me. You guys ready to go? Yeah, Kate. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Literally No Subtext podcast. I am here with my good friend, the ENFJ Lathan. He's very excited to be here. He's beaming with his, with his face, <laughs> aren't you, Lath? I am. Yes. Very Would you excited. like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. <laughs> you weren't expecting that question. I'm Lath. I'm so excited to be here. Kristen is, I'm Kristen's biggest fan. Jokes. I'm sure there's lots of big fans on the, on the podcast, um, but... Kristen is one of my besties and it's literally, I've been anticipating this my whole life. <laughs> okay. That feels like a little bit of a toxic Evie statement. <laughs> Jumping Just trying to people please right now. Right. <laughs> well, consider the people pleased. <laughs> I'm expecting messages post this podcast of people being like, your, your, your statement at the start really pleased me. I'll drop my personal email address at the end. <laughs> Right, we have already gone crazy. So we're gonna jump right in. You guys asked some questions on the interwebs on my Instagram for an ENFJ. That is Laith. He's gonna answer the questions. He's very excited. There were many, many questions. I've limited it to 64. Don't know if we'll have time for that today. This is an NI user <laughs> interview. So Laith is going to want to deep dive into every question. <laughs> Isn't that right? Absolutely. With that said, Let's get started. Disclaimer. Oh, love it. I've thought about this already. I'm convinced that NE users and FI users <laughs> will ramble more than me. I'm determined to keep my answers succinct. I love how you've clearly thought about this. Like, really, am I going to really be a rambler? Thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> succinct. Let's do it, we guys. Love. Let's hold him to that. <laughs> Question number one. What is it like to be an ENFJ? Jeez. Deliberately broad <laughs> question. <laughs> Terrifying. Okay, let's make it short. So to fulfill my promise. As an ENFJ, it is constantly a battle between wanting to fix everybody. <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> and knowing that they don't need fixing. They're act- that everyone is literally already fabulous. I mean, I actually believe that. I already believe everybody's fabulous, <laughs> but I, I want everyone to be more fabulous and I want to facilitate their growth. Oh, I love but that. I need to remember to also, you know, have some personal boundaries and mm. like not sacrifice my own, myself oh, all the time for other yeah. people. That's a constant struggle. Oh, fair. Well, you did manage to sum that up succinctly in, I think that was just less than a minute. Well oh, done. Come on down. Come on Wait down. Wait till the nuance questions come on. It'll be three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question number two. How well do you understand the cognitive functions? Hmm, good question. The ones that I use, I understand fairly well. Some of the ones I don't use, like SI, I still struggle with. Mm. (laughs) Um, But in terms of abstract theory, I would say maybe like a 7 out of 10. I know them. I can explain them pretty well to people. Yeah, nice. Most people ask me questions about them. For context, Leif and I have talked a lot about MBTI. Lot. Like he, he does mm. know a lot about it yeah. um, in comparison to Sarah in the last interview who didn't know so much. But okay, fair. <laughs> me fair, just fair, taking fair. a shot at Sarah <laughs> casually. Sorry, Sarah, I love you. Yeah, shout out to Sarah. <laughs> okay, next question. What are some untrue or at least untrue for you stereotypes of your type? Ooh, 
That's a good one. You're like, they're all true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, literally everyone you've portrayed on your channel has been accurate. <laughs> um, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, lay claim to it, but I'd like to think I've influenced a little bit of your perception of, of the ENFJ. Of course you have. <laughs> most of my, most of my perception of the stereotypes come from your channel, mm. but I know that in general ENFJs are stereotyped as being the psychologists mm -hmm. and I have met ENFJs who are not psychologists mm. <laughs> and ENFJs who, who don't just wish they were psychologists. Probably. Pro I mean, let's be honest. I'm sure they would. <laughs> I think it's like ENFJs can be, can have the qualities of ENFJ without needing to go into mental health slash they don't need to diagnose everyone that they meet. Right. <laughs> I do. But that's just because I love psychology. <laughs> Not yeah. to fulfill stereotypes. No. But <laughs> also to fulfill. So, so I got the, uh, I got the unpacking hands, the tent fingers, <laughs> the, tent fingers. the tent fingers, as we called them. Someone in the comments called them the steeple fingers. <laughs> where we make like the steeple with the fingers. How good. Um, Leif and I coined that together. We did. And we do this thing where, oh, Actually, it's really hard to do without the visuals. But oh, no, basically, Leif and I take the steeple fingers, the tent fingers, and we amplify them times a thousand 1, every 000. time we see each other. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And anytime there's something that happens when we're together in a conversation and someone says something that's unpackable, we'll just <laughs> kind of look at each other and subtly <laughs> do the tent fingers. <laughs> or we'll say case study. Yeah, we'll be like, case study. <laughs> okay. Do you think you fit into the unpacking therapist stereotype? Oh. No, not at all. I'd like to think I'm <laughs> diverse and, and, and different. But no, absolutely. One thousand <laughs> percent. Literally, since I was like 11, people have been like, oh my gosh, you're such a good listener. And you're, you're so mm. good at like <laughs> helping me fix my problems. <laughs> I've been a psychologist since before I studied psychology. Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> Context, Leith studied psychology, everyone. That's right. No surprises. Everyone in the audience, I feel like, is like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> Kristen's <laughs> videos make sense now. <laughs> All right, next question. Powering on through. How would you explain FE to someone who didn't understand it? In other words, FE for dummies. Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. I'd say FE is being like hyper aware of other people's needs and um, wanting to cater to, towards that. I'm trying to think of both ENFJs and ESFJs because mm. I know Liv and I present pretty different. Liv is our ESFJ friend. Yeah. Um, but we both use FE. I'd say, like we talked about it today, the first way I react is like, how is everybody else going? Like we were in a restaurant today and we were talking about something real deep. <laughs> Real deep. I should have been prioritizing the deep conversation, but instead I was like, um, maybe we should like, like move because there's a, there's a line at the door. I'm sorry. Did you verbalize so it or did you <laughs> passive aggressively look into the background as I was trying to talk to you about my deep No, thought? I just, I just like got glazed eyes and I started like giving, I was giving yeah, head nods, he but was, I wasn't attending like I usually do. Absolutely. You were not attending late <laughs> and well and truly signed out. He had left the building. I had left. I could see the very moment you glazed over because you were paying attention to something in the background. Oh I saw gosh. your eyes wander and I was like, there's something happening behind me to do with Seriously. someone being uncomfortable yeah. or like some social situation that's <laughs> got Lath concerned. And then oh. I said to Lath, I was like, okay, you've, you've clocked out. What's happening behind me? And he was like, how did you know? Like, oh my like, gosh, you got me again. <laughs> <laughs> and it was because he was thinking like, 
we were staying at the table for too long. There was mm. the line building up mm. and people should be able to come in and take our seats. The waiters were coming around being like, can I take your plates? <laughs> or just taking them, not even asking. Like, they were giving us all the signals I of thought, it's time I to go. I literally didn't notice anything. <laughs> I, was, I was noticing everything. I was, I was so hyper-focused. I was too focused on my own story. Classic. <laughs> come on down. Yeah. So as I said, the very first thing he was paying attention to, which is Effie, right? You're paying the first, the very first thing you're paying attention to in all circumstances mm. is the needs of the group. That's the yep. first thing you pay attention to and first thing you notice. Classic perfect. me summing up what you ne- said. Needs to re-explain <laughs> slash perfect or improve my yes. explanation. Classic me. All right, next question. Do people often realize that you can slash are reading them? What is their reaction? You know what? Too often they do realize that I'm reading them. And I kind of hate it because... I don't want them to perceive that I am analyzing them. I just want, I just want them to feel like, I, like I'm listening, like mm. I'm a listener yeah. and I'm there for them if, if they want. Mm. But one of my good friends, I met his girlfriend for the first time a couple months ago and she was talking to me and I was just asking questions about her life. And after a while she goes, oh my gosh, I've never opened up this much to someone before. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you're really understanding me. And then she was like, are you analyzing me? <laughs> and up to that point, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, no. I gave it away. I know. I <laughs> pathologize. <laughs> you are just naturally so good at it. If it's any consolation, though, when I first met you before I knew who you were in essence mm. and your psychologistness, <laughs> um, one time life was just like, Kristen, like you, your, your faith, your Christian faith is really important to you. Like, let's have coffee sometime and you can talk to me about it. Mm. And I talked to you for five hours about my faith, just essentially monologuing. Yes, I had no idea so that good. you were analyzing me. I was just talking, 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 talking. <laughs> you were probably analyzing me. Here, here's me thinking like, oh, wow, I'm really getting through to this guy about God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't analyzing you. I was just, I was just listening. Okay. Probably. I mean, okay. you I guys can't see, but life has just extended a hand to make me like, feel like Almost, almost on the shoulder patting, but I don't I was I, listening I missed. to you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I meant you did miss. Okay, next question. What do you think would make the world a better place? I knew this would Oh my gosh. The think, right? Make the world, everyone needs to go to a therapist. Oh, yeah. Um, not just because I'm one, but because literally everyone I've talked to who has been to one has said it was such a good life decision. 100%. And people need to be open. Just have more open minds about things be open to listening to different opinions and um different beliefs Mm. because i think yeah i'm gonna leave it there (laughs) (laughs) you were about to could ramble but (laughs) won't (laughs) you're like i'm tempted (laughs) i won't (laughs) this is how we can confirm he is in fact an nie (laughs) star all right what's the fact that i've thought about all these already yeah, I've had you've got, these thoughts multiple yes, times. In you've my got life. answers ready. <laughs> um, next question: Is it hard for you to start a conversation with someone you don't know? Um, no. Usually, it's pretty easy for me to. I mean, I'm like small talk. I've I've had a couple of years of <laughs> of working on that. Mm. And once the small talk finishes, I I like to probe with some deeper questions. <laughs> really? Depending on how they react to that, will depend on how well the conversation can. And how long you talk to them. <laughs> Like, if they goodbye. don't, if they don't take the bait, I, I take, I withdraw the fishing rod. <laughs> I say, okay, time for a new pond. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to hear about your hairdresser appointment. Literally. I want to hear about your psychological wounds. 
or just your passions. That's awesome. I want to hear about that. <laughs> the weirdness is coming out. We back in. We're doing some like doing weird some like hands. witch fingers on witch the side at the moment. Out. Tent fingers have been used. Um. Ay, ay, ay. You're going to have so many like laughing spikes it's to edit. Going to be I'm so sorry. No, please. It's totally fine. Leif is one of the best people I know at just approaching a stranger out of nowhere and starting a conversation and being really likable. Yeah. hundred wow. percent. Oh, he just gave That's me. so nice. He just gave me like, oh, really? Face. <laughs> <laughs> As if you don't know this about yourself. Yeah. Leif, you know plenty of socially apt people. Oh, no. But like, you're the one who like goes the fastest from stranger to oh my gosh i love your friend late Kristen. like he's so great 100 percent. remember how fast my housemates loved you every single one of them i mean fair like the first time they met me i was probably probably lol i was I, it was something nice i i came over for some for some reason carols maybe you were hurting or oh, oh. <laughs> maybe you were hurting maybe you were in an fi spiral <laughs> and i was like type for a rescue mission <laughs> Time for a rescue mission. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. In what ways do you feel misunderstood? Mm. As an ENFJ, right? Or just as a person? Um, maybe, I don't know. However you want to take that question. Hmm. I feel misunderstood. People think that, oh, mm, you know what? It's my fault. But a lot of the time people think that I like them. No! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It doesn't finish there. <laughs> <laughs> Like them more than I truly do Ooh, because yeah. I give off too many effy like yeah vibes yeah and is, is that is that misunderstood or just toxicity? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, it's just toxicity. It's just it's just no, underdeveloped. Don't fe agree with me. <laughs> Fight the other side. <laughs> okay, I'll use my non-existent fi to say that no, it's just being misunderstood. <laughs> No, go I on. Never. All I want to do is, is make them feel good. And I just keep forgetting that, you know, like making someone feel good actually makes them feel attached as well. Mm. I just want people to, like in the moment, I want them to feel like a hero. And like, I'll, I don't know, I'll give them a compliment or I'll reflect on things they've been saying and I'll, be, and I'll say something like, you've actually got this amazing sense of identity. And they'll be like, oh, I feel like, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. Like you listen to me. Mm. And then they think that I outside of the conversation really like want to hang out with them them. all the time yeah want to have a friendship or like hang and i Mm. i do i want to but Mm. i just don't have the capacity to be really close with friends with Mm. so many people i feel like this is generally speaking an extrovert struggle in slightly different (sighs) ways like with my se dom i will have a lot of fun with Mm. people and make them have a good time and we'll have a great night or a great time together and then yeah sometimes they might perceive that that means we're closer friends than than we are Such a you struggle. know yeah uh, which i've talked about on my channel before but uh mm. so the way you feel misunderstood is that people think that you like them more than you do <laughs> how horrible is that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but you qualified essentially what you mean. next question do you genuinely want to unpack everything genuinely yes every single time <laughs> if someone tells me oh <gasps> The best thing is when someone casually drops a statement that they don't want to unpack, but I do. Something like, oh my gosh, the other day I was talking to a friend and they were like, yeah, I broke up. I broke up with my partner and, and it was really hard and I didn't, I didn't date for another two years after that. And I was like, oh, oh, and, and why, why was that? Why didn't you want to date for two years? And they were like, I'd rather not talk about it tonight. And I was like, 
That's fine. Okay, we don't, we don't have to talk about it. But in my head, I'm like, oh, oh what, what was it? What, they hurt you. When someone says oh I'd rather gosh. not talk about it, it's like, ding, 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 oh, ding, ding. Seriously. It's like, okay, great. I'll respect your wishes to not talk about it. But also like, my curiosity is going crazy. Yes, but also not just your curiosity, but also because you want to dive and like work out patterns, but also because you want them for their own sake to work through the trauma so that their life yes. can be better. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. So it's and, like this F.E. cycle oh of like, I must make you feel comfortable, but I also want for your long-term future for you to actually unpack this stuff. Hello, yeah. and I. How are you yeah. doing? <laughs> All right, next question. What's the limit when it comes to caring about people's affairs without it negatively affecting you? The limit to caring about their affairs without it... Hmm, the limit. What's the limit? The limit does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> honestly <laughs> I think it comes down to being ready like I'm always ready to give advice or care in the moment mm. so if someone comes to me and asks for my help and I'm available I'll give it to them mm. and I genuinely love that and enjoy it mm. I think the limit is me being able to then have personal personal space or boundaries outside of that mm. so like you know not not needing to then be on call for them to text me whenever they they need to or um going out multiple times to like spend hours mm. talking about something like that's that's where my boundary needs to come for me to remain healthy and right. like it's not draining for me to talk to multiple people in a day and listen to them and empathize mm. but it is draining if they then want or request lots of extra time mm. because i then feel pressured to give that to them and and drains me to say mm. no and it drains me to to then go there and then sacrifice time from other parts of my life so the classic enfj struggle with boundaries oh, all the time <laughs> all the time <laughs> i'm now sitting here thinking of all the times i've like called you randomly on court like to to clarify <laughs> to clarify i do have a number of the people hand is out again. <laughs> it's almost touching almost, almost on the shoulder. Touching my shoulder i'm just missing <laughs> number of people definitely you included are on my you know, I'll do anything for you guys whenever. Like, oh, yeah, love that. You're I important enough to me for me to, like, that's that's just loving and mm. something I love to do. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't you. matter what. Oh, I love it. You're beautiful. You're beautiful and cute. Thanks. <laughs> and I think in general, that's probably healthy for all people to understand. But mm. it's okay to have you know that top tier of people you do anything for. But you know, aside from that, you can't be everything to everyone. Yeah, right? agreed. And it's good to have healthy boundaries. And I think it's good for both you and them because if mm. if I was to say yes to everybody all the time, like it would be good for a short time, and then I'd burn out, and then I wouldn't mm. be available for anyone. You're you're unknowingly ticking off a lot of answers to some of these questions oh am i yes i love it efficiency come on down <laughs> read some out what are some of the ones i've answered already well when we get to it i'll show okay, you because okay. i can't remember the line I, I i don't know where they're located on the list she's processed them mentally yeah <laughs> next question do you have a savior complex oh yes Unfortunately, yes. It's something, something I'm working on and trying to remember. I've also got a personally, not all ENFJs, but me has a superiority complex. Ooh, okay. Did we know this about me? I mean, I could intuit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> most down fourth MI doesn't even need to be that high for her to realize. No. This guy's got a superiority a complex. But let's unpack that. Save your complex first. Yeah, for sure. I feel like sometimes when I see someone 
and they tell me that there's something going wrong, my first reaction is, oh, like, I can help them. Mm. And then I have to remind myself that, you know, a lot of the time I can't help them. Mm. And a lot of the time they actually don't want slash need mm. my help. Well, need mm. slash want my help. Yeah. And I think sometimes I, I overextend advice and some people, they're kind of annoyed by the fact that I just tried to help them out with something that they've already mm. thought thought through or they've already processed or... You know, they've got their own therapist that they're talking yeah. to. Yeah, or a lot of people would come to you because they either just want to vent and be listened to without advice, which mm. would kill you. You'd mm. be like, "But I have some thoughts that I want to give, and some questions that I want to ask." Literally. Or like they just want practical solutions, and you oh. want to get to like the emotional. I know. Yeah, that would kill. Someone's like, "What should I do?" And I'm like, "Well, let me first. Let's just take a side step in." I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for trusting me. I just want to say that's really hard. Do we do we need to cry? <laughs> do we need to cry? I have tissues on my person. It's 24 7. Do you actually? I wish. No. Oh, I should start doing that. Gosh. I have tissues in my car all the time. Gosh. Next question. How is your compatibility with Kristen as an ESFP and where do your miscommunications happen? Oh. Spicy, come on down. <laughs> well, Kristen as an ESFP, there's not many people that annoy me more than Kristen. Oh, wow. We know that's I'm not kidding. True. I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> Kristen and I get on like literally houses on like a town on fire. Like it's, it's dangerous how much we get along. People around us are scared of us because the way that we act with each other, yeah. we turn into literal like mm-hmm. jesters or clowns. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like when I talk to Leith, he really draws out my baby and I. And I feel like I draw out your SE and you love to play in it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Play in it like it's a a baby in a puddle. (laughs) I would love to play with a baby in a puddle. That's... (laughs) Oh, wait. Like, like it is the baby. (laughs) Not like... You're the baby having fun in a puddle. If the puddle is Essie, like you get to enjoy it. You're like a child. You're childlike. It's beautiful. Amen. I think think Essie brings out some very childlike, just like pure wonder Mm. and fun. Yeah. I love Essie. Yeah. Like today we just spent hours taking photos of us jumping in the air. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Seriously. We orchestrated it. Doing different aerodynamics. Mm. It was great. What was the question again? Compatibility with ESFP and miscommunications. Love ESFPs when they're self-aware, <laughs> with like Kristen, mm-hmm, um, because you. they bring out this gorgeous part of myself, which is my SE. Mm. I love to embrace my SE because I'm so often stuck in my head. Mm. So it's so good to be with an, with an SE dom mm. and to just have fun sometimes. Yeah. But it's super important for me to be able to switch back to the NI when we need to. Mm. So to have fun and then to have a deep chat and then to have mm. some fun again. And is Kristen it always does when we need to? Perfectly. Or is it just oh, every just five always. minutes? Yeah, literally. <laughs> 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 when I need to. When I start to get physically drained because I haven't had a deep chat in 15 minutes. <laughs> recently Leith and I were unpacking some stuff that I'd been through this year and Leith was giving me FAQs and saying I just want to say I'm really proud of you for how you've come (laughs) like you've done some real real introspection and then um I was like oh wow I kind of feel like I've always been like this and and Leith was like no no like you've done immense growth like you you've done immense growth since I've known you and Leith met me in 2018 so we've known each other for almost five years now yep and so I said to Leith, I was like, what do you mean? Was I not like this 
like, what's the difference between when you met me in 2018 and, and now? And he's like, hmm, when I first met you, you were fun, but that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of my proudest statements. <laughs> That is direct, direct quote d- though. Direct that quote came out of and my mouth. Direct inspiration for the ESFP skit in the sixty personalities through the eyes of the ENFJ oh video, my and it was the first skit as well. Direct Fun. quote until she like, goes to therapy. Until she goes to therapy, which <laughs> is exactly what happened. I went to therapy, and then I started to introspection. Anyway, then I started to build those patterns or realize I had the patterns, which we love. We do so much. We do. We do. Next question: What is leadership to you? Ooh. Definitely by example. Um, You've and, thought about these. Oh, Gosh. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Lead by example. I don't believe at all that leadership should be a power dynamic. I think it should be a, I'm inspired by you. And so I want to emulate you mm. kind of situation. Mm. And I think the best leaders always treat everybody like a person. Mm. I hate when I walk into a business place and there's a very clear. Just full stop. Just business. <laughs> <laughs> Modern capitalism? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm getting throw flashbacks to retail oh, trauma. Oh, <laughs> But yes, in, in my last retail job, my manager was a very stereotypical manager, like would walk around and micromanage the people and then wouldn't do the jobs herself. Ooh. And that oh, grinded me up the wrong way. <laughs> so Leith was just kind of following in her trails, just checking in on all the people that she talked to, like do the job. And then she'd walk away and Leith would be like, I just want you to know you're doing really well. Are you okay? She spoke to you a little bit harshly. You did you that, You watched me? No, I didn't. But you did, didn't I you? I did do Oh, that. my goodness. Classic. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Seriously. I'd pull them aside and be like, just want to check in. How are you? I saw that conversation. There's At my current workplace, there's a, a lady who's probably like 50, mm. like much older than me, probably doesn't at all need me to give her anything. <laughs> No validation needed because she's had years to, you know. Oh, I think everyone needs validation. That's a different. Oh, agreed. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I'm sure she values you. But yeah. same deal. I went up to her and I was like, just wanted to be like, are you okay? <laughs> How are you going? I saw that conversation. It looked a little bit oh, confrontational. You're so sweet. Did she respond well? Yeah. I feel like people love that. They do. Some people. Some people are definitely like, you're overstepping the boundary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next question. Are ENFJs prone to burnout and what does that look like for you? Yes. See, I feel like we've kind of already talked yeah. about the burnout. Yeah. That was one of the questions. Interestingly, from reflection from your, your Instagram, mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of ENFJs and INFJs, I think, said that they get drained being around people. It's, it's mm. weird that our FE is actually draining to a lot of us. Mm. I mean, for me, it definitely is. Yeah. I find that when I'm, when I'm, around people too much mm. I drain myself because I'm giving too much and not thinking about myself mm. and I don't self-regulate it's all about that balance yeah mm. it's definitely about that balance I also feel very re-energized when I give very mm. consciously like if I did a charity event I'd feel amazing at the end of the day mm. Aw, <laughs> bless yeah you're very giving with your time and your energy Thank you. That's for sure. Thank you. Mm. I feel like if you do, if one does spend their all of their time or too much time in their top function without just kind mm. of in a blinded way to the other functions, it will yeah, be bad for them true, in some way. True. Yeah. You've got to have that integration and that balance for sure. I agree. How do you personally deal with the stereotype slash accusation of being fake at times? Do you think it's true to a certain extent? Um, I don't think it's true. I understand it. People think I'm fake because I validate people. 
and then I don't seem to want that friendship later on. Mm. I don't view that as personally. I don't view that as fake. I just view that as wanting to, someone to feel respected for who they are as a person, mm. and that doesn't need to then correlate to a friendship in my eyes. Mm. I think people can just be respectful and kind mm. to people, and they don't have to be friends. But yeah, I, I get that people think I'm fake, and if they think I'm fake, like that's fine. Mm. <laughs> I can't change everyone's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever? found that like you'll be talking to someone and you'll be giving them so much time and energy like in your fe way Mm. um but you're not actually like in your head you're kind of like this person isn't actually someone that i would want to have a friendship with i'm kind of just enjoying this moment and so because you're so friendly and kind and affirming to them Mm. that's what other people would perceive as fake if you don't actually internally think that they are that amazing or that you want a friendship with them right right But so can you talk a little bit into that and how that isn't fake? Yeah. Um, If I'm, if I'm giving people like FEQs, like (laughs) good eye contact and, um, mm, Mm, (laughs) like repeating statements back to them. Love it. That's always genuine Mm. because I believe that in that moment they deserve to be listened to. And if their story is interesting to me, then my reactions will be big. And, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, tell yeah. me more about this thing. Yeah. And that's all genuine. I, mm. I'm just a big personality. Yeah. But that's all genuine in the moment. And I am super mm. interested to learn about it. And I, I can have the thought like, you seem really cool, but not like someone I'd be, a friend, I'd be friends with. Mm. But it doesn't change the fact that in the moment, I'm still going to give them the big reactions yeah. and the, the, the validating yeah. looks and statements and things mm. like that. And I can, again, understand that if some, someone looking might judge it as fake, but to me, that's just because they have a different understanding of what it is to be genuine or to be a friend or to give compliments. Yeah. They've got a different conceptualization yeah. of, of what that is and does and does not entail. Because mm. to, to a lot of people, that would that amount of affirmation verbally and compliments and mm. attention would be superfluous. Like, they, they wouldn't do it very often and, and people yeah. would have to earn that. It would, do, it, yeah. wouldn't, it would be a big deal for them to say things like that. So, yeah. yeah. yeah but true. then, again, this is why it's good to understand the cognitive cognitive functions and the differences. Yeah. And it's not... Like, I've never, ever thought that you were fake. I can't honestly can't remember a single time where I've thought, like, oh, Lake's being fake right now. Because you literally just actually want mm. that person to mm. feel amazing in the moment. I've seen that so much. Mm. And the, the respect you have for people and their humanity and their autonomy and their own passions and their journey like Mm. it's so genuine it's so real i can relate to that with just from an se perspective like i can have a whole day with someone like i've I've met strangers overseas where i'll just spend the day with them we'll go see some sites we'll go do some things you know have a good day right overseas fun se day (laughs) yeah fun se day right love it or like a group of people and then by the end i'll be like okay like it's nice to meet you and i'll like very happily just be like See, like yeah. I know I'm never going to see you again, but that's fine. Like I won't yeah. say that to them. And like I can, I can sense when it's, when it's mutually understood that that's the case. And with yeah. a lot of travelers, yeah. they yeah. are often like really quite whimsical. Yeah. That's kind of stuff. Um, the travelers I've encountered. So I can totally <laughs> relate to the idea of just like sort of having moments with people, with that first function mm. that are really intense in their own way, but mm. don't necessarily have to mean that you're going to be friends forever. But like they're no less fake. 
Yes, like my moments yes. I had with those people. Sorry, that took me a while to get out. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> those moments I had with those people were really genuine, and I will remember a lot of them you for life, them. like all the feeling of them or whatever. For and sometimes life. you know we'll uh, we'll add each other on Facebook, or whatever. But it's like no less real. No less real. That, that went. <laughs> the the re- repetition of my sentences back to me. <laughs> Loving it. You're nailing it. Job of the keys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you most proud of yourself for, and what are you most insecure about? <laughs> we can also skip this question if you want. I actually have answered this question again because uh, this is because I've got that journal, that 365 day journal. Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions is, what's your proudest achievement? Proudest achievement so far to date is um, finishing my thesis mm, last amazing. year. Amazing. Very cool. Um, I think because that was just like a whole, it was a whole new level of mental strain and it was, it was really self-driven. Mm. Like I, I didn't really depend on anyone else to mm. get I, I used a lot of support from various people yeah. but ultimately it was me who made that it was like my baby yeah. <laughs> that was a season of growth for you I feel like oh huge because mm. I was going through so much at the yeah. time not just the thesis oh yeah wow lockdown yeah, and breakup and mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. yikes yikes <laughs> <laughs> but we came out stronger we did and then what security was the other one insecurity uh, insecurity yeah <laughs> biggest insecurity my toes. Are you serious? <laughs> that can't be. No, it's not actually. It is. It's one of them. It's, it's not the biggest. <laughs> can I leave that in? Yeah, of course okay, you can cool. leave it in. Jeez, <laughs> um, biggest insecurity. You know, it's weird, but I think it's my intelligence. Even though I view myself as a, an intelligent person, if people try to tell me that I'm not smart, it makes me instantly angry. <laughs> There's not many things in, in this Inst- world that make me angry. Do people often try to tell you you're not smart? No, not often, but just sometimes. And every time <laughs> without fail, like my family. I'll find them. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Call out. No. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've heard. Oh, I'm not going to assume I've heard. What have you what your family said? <laughs> I think you're doing empath face right now. Even though I'm talking about you and your insecurity. I've heard Damo say that you're smart. Yeah, yeah. They all think I'm like book smart, but I don't know if if they were to say that I was had no street smarts or mm. um, if someone. Oh, I've got an INTJ friend. Mm. <laughs> oh, that should be enough. No need to finish that. Sentence. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I get angry. At him. Ooh. Ooh. We just did ten fingers. Oh goodness! If you're listening, love you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, love that you challenged me. (laughs) The affirmation of validation through the microphone to a person who may or may not be listening. Probably will not be listening. (laughs) To all my INTJs out there, love you all. (laughs) In fact, that's everybody listening right now. A lot of IDJs. Obligatory <clears throat> affirmation. Love it. Um, do you think that has something to do with your TI inferior? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Tell me more about that. How does well, it? Well, it could be you have these, you have this, you have this judging function that's very much about this uh, set of logically consistent rules and protocols you've built yeah. up within yourself that mm-hmm. you have taken pride in building, mm. but because you use FE, that obviously comes first mm. at the expense of that, mm. what, what that internal judgment system that you're using. Cause mm. it's like baby, it's like a baby. It's your fourth function. Yeah. 
And so you're constantly living in this world where your effie is just running the show. So you're constantly putting that, that's constantly taking a backseat. That yeah. TI is taking a backseat. Yeah. And so people perceive you as this person who just exists for others. Right. And not with your own independent, autonomous self and independence and brain. And mm. yeah, that could be where it's coming from. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's a lot of thought that the fourth function, obviously, is the aspirational function. Like I have insecurities about my NI for sure. Really? So yeah. Oh. Like I about like I often go into a tailspin having made having drawn the wrong conclusion right. about something or 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 believing that some particular outcome is gonna happen. And then Marie, my ENTJ housemate, has to often be like, Kristen, you understand that's like one of the least likely scenarios, Ooh, right? But oh I'll go no. into like a tailspin about it. Yeah. And then when she points out, she points that stuff out, I get really insecure about it. Oh, yeah. Shame. Not so much anymore since I've like done, done quite a bit of growth and I understand that about myself. I can kind of laugh about it. Nice. But yeah, back in the Dizay, not fun. <laughs> so. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I want to mm. think more about that too. Yeah, love it. Have a think. Any struggles with being an ENFJ male in an ST male dominated society? Oh, I think if you're out there listening, hopefully I get this correct. It seems like that question means, is there anything tough for me being an ENFJ male? Considering the fact that most males are STs. Mm, yeah. It, I definitely feel isolated for that. Mm. Like I, I feel like most men I meet, I can't relate to because mm. they don't share a lot of my priorities in terms of for me my priority is caring for people mm. and under like th- thinking deeply about mm. stuff and I feel like a lot of guys that I meet it's not so much about other people more about them or mm. it's it's more about like things mm. rather than people mm. or logic mm. and often it's not about the deep dive it's mm. it's more surface level and also you're very open and happy to talk about feelings and emotional mm. things yeah yeah whereas STs would be less likely Hmm. Hmm. So I think, disclaimer, I feel like if I was straight, that would impact me a lot more Hmm. because I I feel like I see ST males a lot more in the heterosexual Hmm. male community. Hmm. But being gay, I've already (laughs) found a community of queer guys Hmm. and pretty much everybody there is much more... From my personal experience, I found that they're much more likely to be in touch with the emotions Hmm. slash willing to show vulnerability which gels better with me mm. i i still find that a lot of them are not willing to deep dive we can unpack that more yeah, later <laughs> do you ever feel burdened from dealing with other people's problems we kind of answered that so you've kind of like answered these yeah that's good I'm actually feeling a bit of self-shame because we haven't we haven't hit all the all the questions in the time. I was like, yeah, we'll be Stop. efficient today. Stop. So Don't good. Feel That's it. We're Go through them. Question through number them. twenty. Twenty. Mm. How do you experience your inferior TI? Oh, great question. I really struggle to consciously know how I experience my inferior TI, mm-hmm. and TI is one of the functions I don't understand super well. Mm-hmm. But I believe. In fact, do you want to give me a real quick rundown of what... Oh, TI is logical systems and putting things into categories. Yeah. Right? It's the, subject, it's the subjective categorization that you don't rely on the tribe for at all. Mm. It's to make personal judgments. It's based on logical rules. That's It's why it's, yeah, yeah, your yeah. extroverted function is the one that's objective and this is your subjective function. Mm-hmm. So the extroverted feeling, because it's extroverted, is less personal your TI logical systems are personal. 
Mm. It's definitely something I'm still <laughs> trying to understand and get more in touch with. and Hopefully will get more in touch with as I, as mm. I grow. I think there are parts of me that I recognize come from that. Like, for example, I've got certain philosophical beliefs that I align myself with, which are like universal rules. Mm. And a lot of the time... If, I'm, if I've got a big decision to make, I'll try to find a universal rule to apply to it. Mm. Would you be able to give an example? Yes. So the question of morality and ethics and what is good and bad, that has been a, um, that has been a big question for my whole life. <laughs> I mean, I, I had Christianity for a long, a long time to tell me what was, what was mm. right and wrong. And then I, I left that. And so I had to find a new way to define mm. morally good and bad. Yeah. So currently my thoughts are I tend to lean towards a thing called the social contract, which is this theory that people in society sign this unwritten contract mm. where they'll only do things that they wish were done back from everybody else. Mm. So like, if you wouldn't lie, if, if, you, if, if you don't want everyone to lie, then you can't lie either. That's a very summarized version of the social contract. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. look more into that later if anyone's, in, in, if anyone's curious. It's also flawed. It's not perfect. And I'm, I'm looking for a better, <laughs> a better way to define morally right and wrong. Yeah, that's, fair enough. That's one kind of example. Well, the TI, I mean, TI is the function I struggle the most to. Obviously, I, I don't understand it or value yeah. it. I don't understand it in EFJs either, to be honest. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, I think it's, we didn't even really talk about the miscommunications between ESFPs and no, EFJs, but like sometimes I feel like there's a slight dissonance in how there is a dissonance in how we judge things personally between you and I, but it's, it's hard to put my finger on, but mm. I appreciate it. Mm. Um, I find that the, one of the greatest things about chatting with Laith is that I can talk about something that's I'm passionate about or pa- personal value and Laith doesn't sit there trying to change my mind. Right. Um, whereas I feel like if you were an FI user, you, there'd be a bit more fire behind yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You know, I love when you've got different opinions and, the only time I'll try to change your mind is if I believe your opinion's hurtful to others. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to have to wrap it up real soon because we are time restrained. restrained. Classic. This guy has some plans that he has to go to as an FE Dom. As a J, he's got plans. Always got them. Oh, my gosh. Um, the last question, I feel like this is a good one to end on for our peeps. Okay, good, good. Hugely common question. A lot of people ask this. Tips on how to make people open up to you in friendship slash relationships and tips on how to FE better. Okay, okay. So I'm assuming this is coming from someone who's got baby FE or third FE who wants to use it more. Um, my first response to that is slight problem with the word making. <laughs> making someone open up to you, I would say rather than make them, you should um, help them feel that they can open up to you Mm. help them feel safe to open up to you as opposed to make them that's a problem Mm. that i've had for a long time i often try to make people open up to me and then that's what causes people to come back to me like days later and be like you actually uh you actually made me talk about something i didn't want to talk about and i'm like i'm so sorry night and i was fine today i realized there's all these wounds that i have literally where did that come from they're like ah, you just left me out to dry afterwards <laughs> you ruined my life <laughs> so to answer the question i would say the best way to help someone feel that they can open up to you first and foremost absolutely 100 is if they talk to you about anything 
anything, whether it's something deeply personal to them or an idea or um, an experience in their life, do not <laughs> assign judgment to that. Mm. Do not tell them like that was good or bad. Do not, <laughs> it's like, don't project your own personal value or opinion onto it. Just validate and say, like, thank you for sharing or wow, that sounds hard mm. or that sounds, mm. that sounds like you pushed through something that was difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm. Um, help them know that it's a judgment-free zone. And once they realize that, then they'll feel, oh, actually, like, this guy is willing to listen to me. And mm. they'll be more willing to open up to you. Mm. Another great way to do it is to open up yourself. Because if people... Yeah. I mean, you talked about this on your vulnerability um, yeah. <laughs> five days video recently. If you share a vulnerable story, then people will feel, oh, like... He's given me something. He's given me a little piece of himself. I can give a little piece back. And yeah, we, love it. we'll hold each other's and we'll trust. Mm-hmm. We'll trust that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how to be a better FE. Was that the other part of that Yeah, question? like how to FE better. Um, best way to FE better is <laughs> just to... Just use FE. Just to Magically. use FE. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, um, just make sure that you help people feel that they're a worthy person. Just provide that safe space in whatever, however it looks like to you. Seriously, yeah. Because for a lot of people, it would feel quite inauthentic to say those things. And you don't have to say all those things all the time to all the people. But those those tips are really good for helping people who are maybe are close to you in your life. Maybe they are F users. Maybe whatever the case, people just generally like to feel heard and appreciated. Whatever your relationship looks like, someone's going to appreciate you showing validation and providing yeah. that safe space. Amen. So, Amen. 100%. But those are really good tips. Thank you. Really good tips. How to <laughs> FE better. Um, and the thing is, we all care. We don't have to use FE to care. Isn't that right, Leith? Amen. Amen. And often people who don't use FE, they do care. It's oh, just, 100%. It's just hard to see sometimes. I and- <laughs> <laughs> INTJs, ISTJs, they care. <laughs> They really do. <laughs> they do care. No, I'm kidding. We love, we love. We do love. Anyway, on that note, guys, um, this has been a lot of fun. We lost track of time, got a bit out of hand there. Classic us. It was great. Classic us. Um, we're going to have to head. If you like this episode, let us know. Might get Laith back on the podcast to have more chats. There are like... 40 other questions oh, that we didn't answer. So disappointed in myself. Um, but our ENFP and ENTP friends have entered the building. So they are already on an NE uh, journey on the couch right now. <laughs> so we are going <laughs> to end the podcast. <laughs> Guys, come say hello to the microphone. Uh, hello. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> You're famous. <laughs> okay, we have two NE users coming, so this is going to uh, get ready for this uh... is going to de- <laughs> this is going to escalate. Hello. Hello. That is that is hello. the ENFP, Danny. Uh, hello. <laughs> and that's Riley, the hello. ENTP. Um, what do you guys like the most about Late's personality? Um. He's warm and welcoming, <gasps> and very trustworthy. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Riley's like, <laughs> yeah, on the spot. Yeah. I'm just going to compliment his hair. <laughs> yeah, it was great hair. Best thing Fantastic about his personality, hair. the guy's hair. The guy's hair. <laughs> That's how great hair is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Leith, for being on the podcast. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Awesome. I hope you had fun. I did. Of course. It's always nothing but fun with you. <laughs> I mean, jokes. That was, that was past you. That was 2018. Yeah. 2018, Kristen, was only fun. Nothing but fun. 2022, Kristen. Fun and deep. Fun and deep. We love. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. It was a lot of fun to record with Lath and hopefully we'll be having him back on the podcast sometime soon to finish answering those questions that you submitted. If you like this episode, please consider following the podcast. And if you're on a podcast platform that allows ratings, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop us a rating. If you're interested in checking out more MBTI content, please head over to my YouTube channel, Dear Kristen, or my Instagram page, Dear.Kristen. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. If you'd like to see some of my favorite comments from YouTube and if you want to participate in my type trend polls. Until next time, thanks guys and have a wonderful day.